0: This gateway for me was all through old cars. And instead of buying action figures or toys, I still did all that stuff, but I would save money and buy badges and hood ornaments from from car meets. Some of them are rusty and some of them were shiny, but I had a shoebox full of this stuff. Episode 76, March 2015. This is part two of my Q and A with Trent Walton, product designer at Parallel. This episode is sponsored by the Drapin Design Company and Field Notes. How did you get into design? Oh, I grew up like I liked drawing and I liked art, but I, I was never really formally set on it. I took some classes when I was a kid, and the the you know there was like my parents would hang just. Lots and lots of newsprint or butcher paper on the walls, and I would sort of draw these murals. And they were—it was all just pencil. And I would kind of do these caverns and draw like rocketeer, Boba Fett, jetmen, jetpack men flying around. And this was just hours and hours. Uh, but that never really, <laughs> never really went anywhere. You're not interviewing me about um, jetpack men and murals. But um, the uh, the thing that really hit for me was um, I my my dad and my brother. Are really big into re- restoring and building vintage muscle cars like Ford Mustangs and stuff and so I grew up around swap meets uh, and car shows and I, I liked the cars I mean and, I mean they're all really beautiful cars and hearing engines and all this it's just really fun but for me the biggest like attraction was the owner's manual or the speedometer any kind of dials or badges and um, at these swap meets they would sell stuff like they'd sell like hood ornaments or just whatever. And the type on those things was just, it was really special to me. And and that's when I think I first realized, like, I guess what design was, like somebody had to decide what that would look like, you know, building an engine, there's a lot of functional things and I'm sure there's definitely an aesthetic, but this was a purely like, we're gonna put a badge on something that would run without it, who who did this? And then thinking about like, you know, as I got older, you know, like, how, wh- why is this typeface used on these? Is it easier to read? Is it easier to read on like a speedometer? what's the, per- you know, or is this condensed typeface here so that you can fit the letter, the numbers in um, evenly and all this kind of stuff. This gateway for me was all through old cars and instead of buying action figures or toys I still did all that stuff but I would save money and buy badges and hood ornaments from from car meets some of them are rusty and some of them were shiny but I had a shoebox full of this stuff you couldn't really do anything with it but I just I cherished these things and I thought that they were amazing so as soon as like I kind of followed that along and as soon as i started realizing that people were laying out catalogs and that this was a job you could have i got interested um i didn't study design in college i studied psychology and like child and family development but towards the end it was like i was always interested in design and when the web hit very early on i wanted to be the guy who was deciding what the web pages would look like and it was just something that I found that you could very immediately build and, and tear down and change and iterate on. And the, you know it's not as final as print. So that sort of environment, I, I really liked. So uh, that's really when I think I got into desi- web design specifically formally, was just building sites for anything i possibly could if i was a member of a club or if there was a job that i was at um, i would always spend more time on the website for the job than you know i might have even volunteered but it would usually that would overshadow my res- <laughs> responsibilities like the actual thing that they were paying me for at the jobs so i uh, eventually realized that you know i liked this i like design so much that i needed to to do that for a living and stop taking jobs and trying to like Weasel my way into into that into that portion. So it was a bit of a like a natural evolution from just liking and appreciating things to like finding for me the web being the ideal kind of medium for me to to play with. What car are you driving these days? Oh, I have an older, I have an Audi. Um, I like it. And so it's not really, <laughs> it's not really exactly what a, a kid who grows up um, liking muscle cars. But but at the same time, my brother, he lives in the same town that I do. And he his his kind of job is restoring uh, high-end old muscle cars. So I'm kind of surrounded by that stuff. And I have a little bit of access to those things. But um, they're not as safe or as practical. <laughs> and, and I'm really, I should say, preface, I'm not super knowledgeable about fixing cars. I have no interest in sandblasting or doing body work. So it's like, uh, it's almost like if you have a friend or or, or you're dating someone who's really good at something, you tend to, or could possibly become really bad at that thing because they're, they're an expert. And so why bother? That's kind of what has been what's happened. So I don't have anything too cool. Uh, I'll I'll leave that, uh, that stuff up to those guys and I sort of live vicariously through uh, hearing their stories and watching them ride around. So okay everybody my name is aaron james draplin just got done telling you about my whole life uh the good the bad the gross the ugly the weird the sinister the awesome and now you need to go to draplin.com and buy some killer merch Draplin.com backslash merch and things that you need, right? Okay, you need to go there and look at this stuff. And then when you're done with that, you need to go to FieldNotesBrand.com and get some memo books. We'll ship them anywhere. If you're listening to this in Vienna, Austria or Vienna, Illinois, hell, wherever that is, we'll ship them there too. Okay, FieldNotesBrand.com. You need these things. $9.95 for a three-pack. would you pay for coffee today, right? Right, right? You need this stuff. So Draplin.com, FieldNotesBrand.com. And uh, yeah. Those are the the only two links you need in your life. There you go. What's your setup for designing uh, websites? Yeah, I could probably do like two categories there. It's uh, like the actual physical space. Uh, I think that plays a big part. And then maybe a little bit of the tech, which is for me not not too much anymore. But uh, like... I have a garage office so it's it's a it's a room that sits above the garage and there's no door to get to it from the house you have to go outside and walk around the back of the house up some stairs so the 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 separation is really nice uh, just because if if you want to get back to work, I mean, I still have computers in the house, but um, if you want to really sit down and work, you have to go outside. Which there's a mental break, and I think it's really nice to sort of isolate all that stuff. When you work from home, it's kind of harder to get boundaries, so that that's kind of been an, a way we, when setting the house up, figured we we could manage that. And then I have I got just got a new iMac with a high resolution disp- display, so I've been using that. I have a I have that and then I use Dropbox to sync everything because I also have a MacBook Air and we do a lot of client work. So I spend a lot of time kind of out of the office at least one or two days a week. So kind of helps manage everything. And then uh, we really just kind of either keep everything in Dropbox. All of our our web projects are on GitHub and we manage all of our kind of to-do items with issues there. So it's all centered around... That kind of version control, um, and then everything on on you know my actual computers, it's it's I don't really have too much of a stuff I can't live without. Like I, like right now I'm using Atom. The, the GitHub's code editor, but I also have Sublime Text. I don't. I, oh, it's just kind of whatever's around and whatever I sp- I'll, I'll spend. I've sp- I've recently spent time, you know, adding plugins or configuring the way I want it. It's kind of a path of least resistance when I'm feeling like building something, and and then I mean I find that when we do these client jobs, oh, it's there, there's so much complexity, at least for me, in the way of the way you know the builds are set up and the projects are set up that it's it's actually more like, whatever works with them, I'll use. Uh, so, you know, you kind of get used to doing that when you're not dictating all those kinds of details. So, other than that, like, that's pretty much it. We just keep everything in Dropbox. I have a Backblaze app that, that backs everything up, and I keep it pretty simple. The, as time's has g- gone on and there's more devices and more screen resolutions like this um, retina screen photoshop unless you do a higher dpi like if you go over 72 but if we're trading 72 dpi like comps or little module mock-ups it's all blurry anyway so i've just kind of really become much more over the years of a like browser-centric designer putting everything in browser i like i really like to be able to change layout in Photoshop and sort of have like a a really free a place kind of divorced from any of the technical stuff. But, you know, at the same time, it's always, there's a very, very quick feed into the browser. That's where the fidelity is for me. That's where the evaluation and the assessment is. Um, and a little bit of the fun in the engineering as well. But like, uh, yeah, the, the tools and in, in, in the work environment, I, those those have changed so much over the years. I've learned to never get too like too dependent on any one thing. In general, do you like working from home, office, coffee shop? What works best for you? It's it's from home, but that hits a, a limit. You get a little bit stir crazy if you spend too much time. And it's like I said earlier, it's been about eight years of, of working freelance with with these guys. We had an office for a couple of years, and and I think. We just didn't, we realized we didn't really need it. I do like the cadence of remote work. Like you sort of, we have Slack chats and things where things can be instant. We get on Skype and we talk. And obviously the the day or two a week when we're together, we kind of spend most of our collaborative time kind of figuring out and having meetings about what we're going to do. But then also I like the idea of posting things or submitting changes to GitHub or using Basecamp. And then there's like a, there's no real, timetable for when you have to reply. So it almost lends itself to us being very considerate or taking the time we need to kind of evaluate somebody's idea or whatever. You know, if you're in a meeting and your knee jerk is to not like something and you've only got 10 minutes left in a meeting, you'll probably make that opinion known. But like, if you're not in a meeting and there's not you know, a very quick turnaround for this one specific thing and you'd like to have more time to think about it. There's no pressure to do that. So we do kind of spend, I think all three of us do spend a lot of time um, at home compared to like what we would, you know, going out and, and having an office with lots of people running around and all that kind of stuff. So. Do you get up early, normal, super late? Early, yeah, six to seven, between six and seven every morning. Uh, that's usually because of the kids. But we, I was like that before. It's funny. <laughs> you think like the freelance or the small company lifestyle, you can do whatever you want, and you can. I mean, you you really can set your own schedule. There's nobody that really cares. But we st- <laughs> we're still just sort of like a nine to five type of bunch of guys. I don't know. It's not, we don't want to be. I mean, it's just, but, you know, we, we've gotten used to it there. Before Slack, we used, oh, I, I, don't, I. who knows? We've used every chat client. I think maybe AOL, Instant Messenger or whatever was the first. And it would say like Dave or Reagan or Trent has signed on at like nine or whatever. So it was almost like you were, it felt like you were clocking in. So you can't break that habit. habit. And I do like it, especially being a parent. I wanna be done, I wanna have some structure and I wanna be done and make sure that like they can expect to see me, you know, for dinner and and before in the morning and all that kind of stuff. So the structure does help all that too.